Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. You're listening to Two Chunks in a Hunk, a movie podcast where we give pumps and dumps. Hello and welcome to Two Chunks in a Hunk. My name is Jordan Wonders and this week I'm your chunk. I'm Doge and I thought you were going to be the all-time champ, not the all-time hunk. Nice. And I'm Carter. And who put the gladi- gladiator junkulies? <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Doge, notice that you introduced yourself as the hunk there. I did. Tell us about talk it, man. To us? I did. I brought, I brought me into this here studio. I love it. A big dumb dork book. Nope. Big cool Doge book. A big cool Doge book. Big cool Doge. It is Edith Hamilton's Mythology. Uh, and we'll talk about it more in our episode. But now nah, I'm embarrassed for being such a loser. No, dude, don't such be embarrassed. A dweeb. <laughs> That's such a hockey thing. I'm glad that like we go the extra mile a lot of times with this kind of stuff. Would you say that we go the distance? Oh, I would say we gosh. go the distance. Find your way. Now, <laughs> before we move on, it was, was such a good French horn impression, Carter. <laughs> I'm always going to start killing really it these past couple of weeks out of the gate with brand new impressions. <laughs> See, I give me it, your French horn one more time. <laughs> I thought it was like a muted oboe. <laughs> Same. So that's two. There you go. Making it better. There you go. <laughs> I have two. Now, uh, before we move on, I do want to address something that I said in yesterday's Mini Monday that was incorrect when we brought up Bobby from a goofy movie. I said a quote, and that quote was from the guy in the in the with the glasses, the nerd guy with the glasses in the crowd watching the show. And I'm embarrassed. Well, no, I'm glad everybody unsubscribed it. because of that. So now no, this message gets out to no one. I can just, I'm just embarrassed. Let's move past it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's our second movie this of is, the Disney Dozen. This is a wonderful ride. It's already yeah. going too fast, I think. I know. I want things to slow down. I want to be in this series forever. I know. 
Maybe we should just be a Disney movie animated <laughs> podcast. That's it. Just that's it. From this point onward. That would be good, right, Carter? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's the one. Well, I'm sure we're going to have a lot to talk about. So maybe we should just go ahead and jump into this movie. Okay. Which, of course, is called Hercules. Hercules. Oh, man. Such a good one. And I, I think it can really go the distance. Yeah, nice. Dude. How many Already times got can we two make of them? <laughs> hey, Dush. Hey, what? Do you want to do me a favor? Do you know what would put the glad in my gladiator? Nope. If you would give me a synopsis. Synopsis. Of this movie, specifically. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, just, a, oh, just oh, in general? Oh, of I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> of, of Hercules, the Disney one. Hercules tells the story of a young god born to Zeus and Hera, uh, who is stolen from his home on Mount Olympus and turned mortal, or so Hades thinks. Uh, this is the story of Hercules growing up and realizing and actualizing his own godhood to save the world from Hades' plan of destruction. I, I'm stuck. We were just looking at a new age content generator. <laughs> so I'm stuck in words like actualizing and ionizing. Yeah, and I noticed that actually. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good though. It works. Hercules reactualizes his own ionosphere <laughs> to become the circuit that the energy will flow through. Breathe the vapors of the life force around you. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> Just do the French horn again. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, ba <ba-ba. laughs> So Carter's just going to do the whole soundtrack to this movie yeah, perfect. while we're talking about it. <laughs> so this is kind of an interesting one because uh, it is based on like actual existing mythology the, that is yeah, out there. It, I saw something that said it was the first. I feel like it's the only. Everything else was fairy tale. Yeah. But mostly before this. And this was based off of mythology. Y'all sure. want to do that right now? Oh, go. You're... you're you're, oh, Doja's kind of tossing his head back and forth like a sassy little what girl. What are we doing? Scout. I'm ready. Let's I'm jump in. It. So the give me, reason, give me the, the mints. The reason I brought my big dumb nerd book about mythology is that you guys familiar with the uh, the paradox of the ship of Theseus? If a Greek hero, nope. oh yes, the hero Theseus, if he has a ship uh, and one board begins to rot on the ship, and then a craftsman replaces that one board. One by one, the original boards begin to rot, and a craftsman replaces all the boards. And so in one year's time... Oh, it's not even the same. Is it the same ship? Mm. Is this still Theseus's ship, or is this a new ship? Just so happens that Theseus is a character in Greek mythology, much like Heracles. He's using his Romanized name of Hercules in this one. This, I believe that this movie is a ship of Theseus. Yeah. Because we, we've taken... Some characters and some names, and crafted an entirely different story. Yeah, this is this bears no resemblance to the Hercules of myth, uh, other than his super strength and Zeus being his father. He big strong boy. He big strong boy. Uh, but in this, like for example, just stuff like Hades is Judeo Christian Satan. He's not the god of the underworld that we right. see in Greek mythology. He's actually really not even a villain. Yeah, there's there's just so much of that that. I don't know. I mean, I think it is based on that Greek mythology, but it's it's not. I mean, I think Disney took even more liberties with this than they did with. Does it seem offensive? 
That's what I was going to ask. And that's kind of what I was going to pose to you guys is because I was reading about the release of this movie and it was set, there was a big press around, it was set to premiere at an open air amphitheater in Greece. Uh, and the people running that amphitheater pulled it. They cut it down. They're, yeah. they're like, hey, we're not going to do this because this is just another case of foreigners taking our culture and our stories and turning them into something that they wish they had been. Which is interesting. That interesting. is interesting. And I think it's, I mean, something's going to always offend somebody. But in a perfect world, I think I would enjoy it more if I found out it it was for everyone. Yeah. Like that they made it and they were like, but, and we also respected this and did all of that. So sure. I don't know if that necessarily takes anything away from me. But that's the question though. It's because Disney kind of does that. And, and yeah, as we with saw everything. last week in Aladdin, as we're going to see with some other movies. Beautifully butchered it. But yeah. Disney <laughs> kind of just anglicized and Disney-fies all of these yeah. stories, these old stories. They take them and kind of filter them through the 20th century Western lens and say, here's how we would tell this story if we were writing it today. Yep. I don't know. That's just kind of an interesting approach to it. I can see that. Sure. I think that that for me, a lot of what it boils down to, though, is like if their goal is to make these movies that appeal to kids, families, and people who like to watch this kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, if the question is, is this a better way to do that? Then yes, because the actual story of the Greek hero Heracles would be horrific for children. Yeah, um, he's kind of nuts. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I think that if 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 you're going to make the movie, this is the way to do it. But if the question is, is it okay for Disney to just come in and say, like, we're taking this story now? Um, you know, I don't know. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't know that it diminishes the true, the real story at all, um, having an adaptation done of it. Yeah, I, and I agree. Yeah. I think you know, that I don't the, think it hurts I anything. Think like canceling the premiere of this as an amphitheater is probably an overreaction. Well, I could get why they would do it because they're in Greece and yeah. they probably are pretty tightly wound into the and I think as Americans too culture yeah. like even if we could be offended by someone changing our history it's still thousands and thousands of years younger than the history of a place like Greece yeah, you that's know? true for right. them to be like it's always been, you know I guess I guess it feels maybe like not even changing the history or but instead just going like I wrote a fun story about George Washington that's not true right. well and I think it would be different if Hercules hadn't been the subject of like serialized films and stories since like the late 1800s. Right. You know what right. I mean? Like this is a character that probably the most familiar kind of fair orig game. originates in Greece, but has transcended. And his original purpose when he was born in Greek mythology, uh, they said, this man will be the hero of all mankind. Yeah. And I think he's sort of fulfilled that in transcending out of Greek mythology to being a character that we all write stories about Ooh, and we yeah. know stories about. He has become the hero for all mankind. That's a good point. Sure. And I, I think it. I think the big thing here with something like Hercules is, is it super different than the actual Greek mythology? Yes. But is it disrespectful? I don't think so. I think that it's at least respectful to, yeah. you know, it's not disparaging of the source material. I mean, he's made know. the hero. He's, sure. not, he's not some kind of And, and not only has he made the hero, but he's made the hero through you know, quote unquote, true heroic means. Yeah, and for so, sure. Yeah. I'll say from the start for this movie, it's a spectacle. This is one it of the really most is. fun, like aesthetically to watch. Yeah. Especially when you go to Olympus. And this movie is gorgeous. It's gorgeous the whole time. The animation is so clever. Um, and I loved that. That was a pump. It might've almost been my super pump, but I think every frame was just like yeah. so awesome. Because there were points in Aladdin to where it was just like, 
you know, you're in the streets and like yeah. there was nothing that really stood out, but somehow this was always really, really fun to watch. And I, th- I think I could almost have spent the entire movie in Olympus mm-hmm. just because of how cool that area was and how great everything looked. And like, I love the glow the, that they kind of give yeah, everybody. Yeah, their glow. And I loved the animation decision to have pillars move Re- like mist and then just remake in the class. Yeah. Like that's so fun. Yep. And I think they did a really cool yeah. job with the look and vibe. Of I love Olympus. it. It looks, it looks like the kind of like Greco-Roman statues and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it really does it translate that kind of yeah. art style. This movie was actually criticized for its animation when it came out. Why? Um, because it it looks like compare this to something like uh, let's go like Beauty and the Beast or like Tarzan or like some of those other kind of ones that have the more classic Disney style. Sure. This is way more stylized and the character designs are much simpler. Yeah. Um, and so the the criticism at the time was there are some pieces that look unfinished. Huh. Like there's places where it looks like the shade, like you didn't put shading on this character, like you didn't finish the animation. Interesting. I don't get okay. that. I think that's an intentional, simplistic choice. Yeah, yeah I making. do too. Especially since <clears throat> from the beginning when you have your muse crew, uh, who are they're, so fun. They're by essentially the way. like so meant to be very much 2D because they're on a material. On a right. So yeah. to kind of go with that, not exact theme, but to kind of be like, hey, we're not going to give as much dimension to this kind of stuff yeah. made sense to me. I think it was aesthetically worked together. But um, yeah, Zeus is rip torn. Great choice. Uh, kept thinking of things like Dodgeball and Men in Black. Um, but he's a, I don't know, I think because of his, his characters are se- semi always in control, but kind of grungy. Sure. So for him to yeah. be this clean God at first, if I had heard about it before hearing it, I'd be like, okay, I think that could work, but I think it's perfect. It works really How well. much I think it does works. he sound like John Goodman quite often in this yeah. movie? There's a lot of John Goodman. And I think too, is because we were talking about how Goodman's used in two pretty big roles in Disney. Right. I was like, wait, was it three? Did he triple Diz? Yeah. <laughs> right. Did he triple Diz? <laughs> yeah, I did look. I, I was like, wait, no, okay, we're good. But there's a I couple times where too. he talks and it's very John Goodman. Yeah. yeah. And I think just because of how big he is, makes yeah. sense for John Goodman. Yeah, 100%. That's part of it. But. but we get a lot at the beginning of sort of quick run through of how Hercules came to be on Earth. Mm-hmm. Um, through, you know, Hades' deception and trying to make sure that his plans are, aren't going to be threatened when the stars yeah, align yep. in 18 years and all that stuff. And I just want to say, James Wood. Oh my goodness. James Wood. As yeah. Hades is so good. He's unbelievably He good. said that this was one of his favorite roles. And when this movie started to go over budget, he offered to do it for free. Wow. Oh my goodness. But they were like, here's the thing. <laughs> You've really done a lot for this. We're going to pay you. You know, because yeah. he is, he is every frame. He, yeah. Every every little bit. And they originally had designed the character of Hades to be kind of a slower, methodical, but just building off of Wood's like natural humor. Yeah. And a lot of, he kind of did some ad lib stuff too. Uh, they were like, no, he needs to be this. Quick conniving. Yes. And he's um, so funny. His, and he's so intense. Yes. He yells better than maybe anyone yells. <laughs> well, and then him going to the red. Yeah. Like when he that's starts, so that's good. one of my yeah. favorite parts. But his lair is so cool looking. The design yeah. of the underworld is incredible. It's incredible. And you kind of see Cerberus. Yep. Like barely the eyes. And that comes back later. But um, I can't believe we only barely get Cerberus. I know. 
That's weird to me. Yeah. If it was for the sake of showing more Titans, I'm down. Sure, yeah. But um, I think... So I'm going to say my super pump. Okay. And it is it is the any antagonist. I'm going to take okay. the antagonist as a collective. Uh, specifically at the lead Hades, but then Pain and Panic. These were my favorite parts of the movie. Was yeah. the... And a lot of the times too, it's like there's certain big villains that I can respect a lot. And be like, sure. you terrify me. You're you're fun to watch. But when it's like, this was so attached to, and I think we'll get this later in another of our movies, humor. I was laughing the most and enjoying myself the most when villains were on the screen. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, no, that's good. And so that's my super pump. And Hades' design also it's is so just cool. so freaking cool. Yeah. And he's so different than any of the other gods that are up there in Olympus too. Like he is completely oh, yeah. like, like, Two color, two shade, like gray and black with that blue flame. Like he's so cold looking. Yes. And yeah. It's Under a so magnifying awesome. glass. Like there's no way to find a way to kind of want to root for him, right? Because right. he really is an awful person. Right. But there were times too. I don't know why. I was just yeah. like, go for it, dude. Yes. <laughs> tear it <laughs> up. Tear it up. And it might also be because I'm not that big a fan of Hercules. Interesting. Um, and we okay. can talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, I think overall the villains are my super pump with Hades at the head of that. Um, and he, and he, in our little diagram, he's right in the middle. He's the, he's right. everything. He's got yeah. them all. He's got all three. Of course he's, and he's got a big, big kill count. So, um, and an actual kill uh, in this movie, but they're great. And then what were the, what are, is it fate? Are the fates? What the are fates. the three? Also yeah. very good animation. Like yeah. they were so fun Passing to watch. That eye around is so issue. gross. Yeah. And yeah, yep. it's so awesome. Are they in 300 as well? Are the Fates in 300? I think I've seen they are. another depiction of them that was kind of creepy. And I think I remember them all sharing an eye. Is that part of mythology? Is that they have one eye that they pass? Yeah. Okay. That's really cool. Anyways, that's my spiel about the how, how awesome the bads are. <laughs> yeah. I. So uh, just because I'm trying to get into the habit in our show of talking about things as they come up so we don't forget to come back to them later. I'm just going to go ahead and say that James James Wood as Hades is my super pump for this movie. Yeah. Um, I was going to try and be like sneaky and come back later and be like, ha, I brought it up earlier, tricked you guys, but I, I'm afraid I will forget. Like, yeah. <laughs> James Wood as Hades is, is hands down my favorite part. Yeah. And, and it's I think it's for the reasons that you're saying. Like he balances so well humor and intensity and fear and fun. And it's like, right. it's every reason you want to watch this movie all wrapped up in one yeah. character. Yeah. yeah. And he is just, you know, he's not the only good thing, but he is the best thing for me. It's cool. I was thinking about how um, when James Woods comes on screen. So like, it felt so much like Lion King because it was the birth. And yeah. then uh, someone who, I mean, basically feels like family who feels like yeah. they should have some kind of, it felt very much like that. Yeah, um, it's very similar. And I'm a big Scar guy too, but... Uh, well, he's yeah. in this one. He Scar is, in this, is in, one. in this one. He is in this one, which was he's, great. Yeah. And I forget too. I, being lion. I so think fun. with that Disney renaissance is, we were talking about this before the podcast. I think it was 88 to 99. Yeah. They called the Disney renaissance, which were 10 films that just like basically what we're saying about the Disney dozen were a massive influence. Um, and that doesn't even count the fact that both Toy Story 1 and 2 were during the Disney re- right. Renaissance. Um, but I forget, it, it, it was tough for me to place which of these came first. Um, and I think that maybe that because we were talking about the animation 
seems to be pretty consistent. Yeah. It's like, wait, was that a teaser for The Lion King? Wait, no, Lion, <laughs> right. Lion King, King definitely already 94. happened. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's fun to have that. And it, it's happening more than I realized. Yeah. Uh, in a lot of the movies that we're watching, blatant references to other Disney movies. I always thought that was just a Pixar Which thing. Which is so fun. So fun. But yes. So uh, Hercules ends up on planet Earth, grows up into a big, strong boy. Very Superman, huh? Yeah, very Superman. It really is. It kind of, it really, really tracks along with the story of Superman. I think that grown up Hercules, when he's muscly, sort of looks like Christopher Reeve Superman to me. Ooh, I see yeah. that a little bit. I, I don't know that. if that was intentional or if maybe I'm just looking for it, but... It's the hair a little bit, maybe? Yeah. He's got that, that weird nose like Christopher Reeve had. Wow. How rude yeah, of you to Chris. Should not speak ill of the dead. It's a weird <laughs> nose. Supernova. <laughs> but, uh... We uh we we get to see him doing a little growing up. He uh completely levels a uh like about a forum for shopping. Puberty plus godlike strength. Bad news. I really <laughs> I really wanted to see him throw that discus though. Oh yeah. I really wanted to see what that would have been like. Launch it. Yeah. Was really yeah. excited about It'll that. Probably like launch it to Italy and it hits the tarapiza, makes it lean a little bit. <laughs> it felt like there was a lot of that kind of stuff to that where that would have been really great. There it is. The tower piece was not built by that. Point. Okay, I knew Italy, this was coming. Italy was not settled or yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Okay, oh, I hate you. <laughs> no, it's good to have it. It's good to have it. But um, <laughs> the pot maker. So the pot maker is yep. What will later be Tantor mm-hmm. Newman? I, I only call him Newman from Seinfeld. Yeah. But what's Wayne, his actual name? Wayne Knight. Yeah, Wayne Knight. And so he's a double dizzer. He is. And we talked he about this a, a double little dizzer. bit. Uh, which means he's got. Dizzer. We get uh, the old guy in uh, what is it? Thebes is it the big city that they're in. The yeah. guy with no teeth. The it's... old guy is Tigger. Yep. Winnie. No way. And yeah. Winnie. And Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. And uh, <sighs> a bunch of other people. And Pete. Yep. So good. Yeah. He's like, a quin- he's like a quintuple. What dizzer. is his name? <laughs> I, I can't remember his name. So he, does, he does yeah. a billion voices for Disney all yeah, the time. So he is fun. so good. Addition, I love he's that one guy. of those that where they credit additional voices. Yeah. I mean, he's There's just like all always kinds a handful of, of like a troop that just does a little bit of everything. Yeah. In fact, he in a lot of ways, he's sort of Disney animated um, like John Ratzenberger from Pixar, where it's just like sometimes yep. I'll just throw him in to be like, there's our boy. He's back in it. Yep. Um, but he is so good. I love that guy. Yeah. Um, but we get to see Herc leave his home and go visit Statue of Daddy Zeus, who's like, oh yeah, you're right. You don't belong here. Go on your journey. Feels kind of Mulan. It does sense. a little bit. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's it's go become who you're supposed to be. Go be a hero. Yep. Find Phil. And we go find Phil. Oh, we do get the reunion with Pegasus. We do. I love oh, Pegasus. Man. Oh, yeah. So we didn't even talk about much. baby Pegasus. There's baby some, Pegasus is adorable. Some extra cute stuff real early in this one. Yeah. yeah. We were talking about this last night. Disney makes babies real cute. Yeah. Yes. Very yes. much. I don't even with Pain that. and Panic or those kids that we saw in Aladdin. Yeah. Oh, they They're, super aren't. They actually definitely are not. Yeah. Even when they're not, though. <laughs> both both sets of kids are so cute. Yeah. I noticed that this movie, I was wrong about that. They definitely are not. <laughs> and I was like telling everybody. Which it was just Chelsea. I was like, "Hey, that's the ones." <laughs> Only person I talked to. So stupid. But uh, yeah, Disney, <laughs> Disney Disney makes babies real cute yeah. and uh, baby uh, Pegasi apparently. Pegasi. But Herc jumps on Pegasus. Boom! Out the door. We're flying to Phil's Phil's we're, land. We're passing my super pump though. Oh, are we? Hello. My super pump. Am I from Canada? Oh, are we? Oh, are we? <laughs> my super pump is <laughs> the the immeasurable contributions of Michael Bolton to this film. Go the distance. Yeah, but yeah. he doesn't sing that till the credits. He doesn't sing it till the credits. 
Did he write it? No. He didn't? No. But it's a good song. It's my super It's a pump. great song. But I thought he wrote it. He didn't? No. Michael. He just performs it for the credits. Michael. It's a great song. How perfect, though, to ask a god <laughs> to sing on a soundtrack About, of the gods. Exactly. Yeah. No, particularly Michael Bolton's well, version. Well, I'm ashamed of now. It's okay. It's okay. I feel like an idiot. It's okay. <laughs> Ask me a question about Greek mythology so I feel smart again. What's so where did Greek mythology come from? What country? Greek. Whoa, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you are smart, boy. You are a big one. <laughs> but yes, that song is incredible. So did you know? One of my all-time faves. In Go the Distance, when he sees the star in the sky, mm. that's Pegasus. He's Watching on, down on him. He's on Pegasus. Nope. He's riding Pegasus. Nope. <laughs> No, I feel okay. I just wanted to make Doge feel dumb too. Oh, sorry. When he sings, it's later. Him and Meg, when they're singing together and they see the star, that's Pegasus watching down on him. Isn't that cool? Pegasus is still alive. I know, but it's like him streaking across the sky. Oh, my goodness. Guys, put us in a food process. Let's go back. Let's go back. Mixed up. Let's go back to Twilight. (laughs) Everybody deleted this episode. <laughs> oh, man. Do you have anything else you want to say about Go the Distance, though? No, because everything I say about it is wrong. You said one. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> Do you want me to just let misinformation spread? We go to find Philoctetes, a name that Disney has taken from myth and created an entirely brilliant Danny DeVito character around. Almost yeah. my super pump. He is so great. Yeah, he's really awesome. He's a pump, but I forgot how, how, uh, how much he wanted to play Wii Sports in this movie. Yeah, he's a that little... That was a little... He's kind of a little nasty fawn, huh? He's, he's a nasty. Seder. Sorry. Now, I, now I'm the foolish well, guy. Look guys, on your face. Look how <laughs> foolish we all are. But yeah, he, he, he he's a little grabby. Yeah. Funny. But a little grabby. Was the, oh, was the centaur Phil, too? Is that Phil's voice? Not Phil. No. no. Pete. Yes. No. No, 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 no. Okay, sorry. Um, no, but it, it is somebody big who I don't remember, but... For the centaur? Mm-hmm. But... Um, also, like, all the villain animation is so cool. Yeah. I love like, it all. The, 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 to me, it's clear that they put the most time into the design of the villains. Yeah. Um, and what they look like and, and how they move and behave and all that stuff. Yep, for sure. And there's some... Trivia on how long it took some of them, like the Hydra took hours and hours time. and hours and hours to put yeah. together. But uh, but we get we get Herc training with Phil to mm-hmm. become big and strong. Totally forgot that song. I couldn't even recognize it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't Didn't think I could remember have it. It's not a good one. It's not a good one. It's not. It's Danny DeVito singing. What are you gonna do? <laughs> Which their relationship seems to like that happens pretty quick. And the only way I can dump on that is because I do you 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 get to see. One of the best coming of age, like growing songs is uh, Hakuna Matata. Like we get to right. see him going across the log and growing up and under the tutelage of Timon and Pumbaa. Right. And this was not that. Like it just felt, no. and when it's not put together well, the pace is exposed. Like yeah. it is so fast. I agree and with so, that. But yeah, my, and, I, and I, I don't think I dump on it, but Hercules himself is far from one of my favorite like Disney protagonists. Yeah. I, mean, I love his feats. I love what he's capable of, but he's kind of dull to me. Like I think he's, I don't know. 
I don't know how to describe it. It's not jock. It's like, it's just not enough. It doesn't stand out. Well, like, it's interesting that you say jock because that's very much a part of his characterization in the Greek myth. The, uh, there's a story of he's got, Hercules has this friend. Uh, he's traveling and he needs to stay at his house overnight. Uh, right before Hercules gets there, his friend's wife dies. Uh, but the Greeks had such a high regard for hospitality at the time that this guy, he comes out and his eyes are red. He's been crying. He's wearing like a black armband or some small thing to symbolize that he's grieving. But he invites Hercules in and prepares a feast in his honor. Uh, and Hercules is like, who died? And the guy goes, it's just some woman. I'm excited that you're here. Come in. I've got a hot meal for you. I've got a warm bed. And so all of the servants of the house are at this funeral. And Hercules is like fall on his face drunk at a table by himself, being very loud, very obnoxious, very annoying. And one of the servants is finally like, do you not realize the mistress of this house has just died? And Hercules starts to feel really, really guilty. And so he just gets up and leaves and doesn't tell anybody where he's going. He goes and fights death and wins the man's wife's soul back from death. Whoa. Brings the man's wife back to him and goes, hey, do you recognize this person? Does she look like anybody you know? And the guy's like, what have you done? Is that a ghost? And he's like, no, it's your wife. I just fought death for her. Why aren't you excited? That's like Hercules' whole deal. The, the passage in particular wow. in the book I brought today says, there's no other story about Hercules which shows so clearly his character as the Greeks saw it. His simplicity and blundering stupidity, his inability to not get roaring drunk in a house where someone was dead, his quick penitence and desire to make amends at no matter what cost, his perfect confidence that not even death was his match. He's the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. The Incredible Herc. Right. Yeah. The Incredible Herc. But really, like, it sort of seems like he's just like, I'll go get back. It reminds me of, <laughs> it reminds me of Thor in the first Thor movie. I'm just like, I'm a god. I can punch anything I want to because I can. Right. Yeah. 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 I can see that for sure. That makes sense. But that's interesting that that's kind of the read that you get from his character in this as well. Yeah. yeah. It's just kind of, yeah. Yeah. The vibe that I get is... Um, it, like dumb, love-struck teenager in adult man's body. Yeah, yeah. and it does suck. And I mean, I'm, he's eighteen. The right. reason I don't necessarily but dump on a, it is a, because he they do have some real, like, he doesn't fit in anywhere. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely have. I feel for that. I have some empathy for that. Sure. And so yeah. And then he finally has this fame after not feeling like he fit in. But there's also another yeah. way that we'll see soon. In another movie about not fitting in that I think was done much better than this way. But anyways, sorry. But anyway, we um, we meet Meg. We save Meg. We beat the uh, River Centaur. And we head to Thebes, the big olive. So that <laughs> I love we that get, line. So good. That's so funny. So that we can become a hero. That's where uh-huh. Herc's on his way to. Yep. And uh, before he does that and before we get there, I think it's time. We throw on our blinker. Take the exit ramp for a quick pit <laughs> I was stop. Like, What's the blinker? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> because it's time for a shout of nuts, man. A shout of nuts, man. So to be clear, there's gonna be three songs right there. Welcome to Shout Announcements, the part of the show where we give shout outs and announcements. Here we go. Here we are. Hey, Wax Space. Hi. Hey, hey Tyler Station. Hey. What's That's up? where we are right now. We're in you, and we're doing a podcast. Thanks for letting us eat your snacks, drink your coffee, and make a podcast inside of you. If you're in Dallas and you need some get some work done, <laughs> <laughs> if you need to get some work done in Dallas and you don't have a place to do it, check out Wax Space and Tyler Station. Yay. Also, want to give a shout out to Podbean. We pay you money. We put stuff on you, and that po- stuff is this. 
Podbean. 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 <laughs> We're so good at those. Uh, I've got two Aladdin-related shout-outs and one Hercules-related shout-out. Do it. You pick your poison. What are we going first? Aladdin. Aladdin. Aladdin first. Get first Aladdin shout-out goes to Claudia. Uh, she pointed out something that we missed in our last episode, that Iago's name is a reference to the villain in Othello. Love it. Excellent observation. And I wish that we had had time to talk about that because it's some super interesting stuff. Disney, I wish we, we will when Disney uses Shakespeare that. more blatantly. Yeah. But when will they ever do that? No idea. Uh, second <laughs> shout out goes to uh, Hulan Jenkins on YouTube. I'm not sure. I just, I found this on a Disney page that I like to read. Thanks, dude. Uh, so Aladdin and Jasmine travel from Greece to Egypt in 11 seconds. Sure. They travel 1,596 kilometers in those 11 seconds. Calendar. Sure, yeah. That is an average speed of 324,557 <laughs> miles per hour. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty... Uh, that is about 300,000 miles per hour faster than the Apollo mission's <laughs> re-entry. <laughs> yeah, okay. So they burn to a crisp. So but is the, is the rest cr- of the movie the dying dream of two lovers exactly. on a magic carpet? <laughs> on the magic carpet ride. Poignant. They burned right up. They burned right up. Don't you dare try not to die. (laughs) (laughs) That made all the extra syllables worth it. I didn't know where I was going (laughs) when I started it. I got Uh, don't you dare. uh, I was like, oh, a a punchline would be good. Don't you even get even closer because I like you so much to die. (laughs) Don't you dare think this is going to be fun because this is going to be really hot because we have to travel so fast to go to Egypt to Greece in 11 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Gosh. Uh, The Hercules shout out goes to Jordan Green. Jordan sent us in Super Pump and Super Dump. Jordan. Uh, Let's see. Thanks, Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) His Super Pump Pump is Pain and Panic. He says they're arguably the best henchmen in the Disney catalog and stole every scene they were in. Nice. They're great. Super Dump is the amount of male gaze in this movie and how much of a key plot point it was made this kind of cringy to watch as an adult. Yeah, I can hear that. Further discussion on that point withheld till the rest of our episode. Ah. Ooh. Guys, I have, as we all know, so many shout outs. So many, actually, that we're going to split these up. <gasps> so if you didn't hear your name today, you'll probably hear it tomorrow. Or the next time. Um, tomorrow this, in our Wednesday episode. <laughs> tomorrow, you're probably going to hear it next week. <laughs> just just wait, guys. Just chill, please. Um, shout out to Will, to Wayne, to Claire, to Caroline, to Mary Beth, to Randy, Mariah and Tammy. Mm, you thank guys. You. We um these are some chunk bassiters. Mm. And so uh we wanted to reach out to a lot of you that have already uh encouraged us, um, have really helped us grow the podcast to really push Disney Dads. And we're having a ton of fun with this series. Uh, and we're so excited. It's bittersweet right now that we're getting closer and closer to halfway because we really do want this I know it's so fun to last. And so forever. Those of you that we shout out today, um, we'd love for you to continue to reaching out and just let people know. Um, we feel like we've put together some really, really good content for y'all uh, collectively. I think Two Chunks website, uh, the podcast, obviously, and all of our social media uh, is just done really well. Lunchboxes. Uh, uh, lunchboxes. Water two, bottles. Two Chunks, the lunchbox. Two two lunch and a chunk box. Um, yeah. But honestly, uh, it feels like... I think sometimes when we're doing this podcast... We do research on other podcasts like us. And the twist is there's really not. So mm. um, you ain't never had a podcast like never us. Never had a podcast like us. So <gasps> like the movie one. Shout out to you guys. Um, we got a couple more reviews. We're getting closer and closer to a hundred uh and, and being halfway to where we'd like to be by October. 
Thank you for everyone who subscribed. If you haven't yet, please subscribe. Please review. Um, that's one of the best ways, even more than um, shouting us out on Instagram and social medias. One of the best ways for people to discover us is to go in there and rate and review if you haven't already. Yeah, and if, you, if you're a longtime listener who hasn't reviewed yet, my only question would be, why not? It's easy and fast and free, and it helps us out a ton. So if you have the free time, maybe three minutes and zero dollars, and you have the inclination to help out some people that are your podcast friends, please do that. That's a huge help. Please. Easy, fast, and free has to be our new tagline. <laughs> Two chunks and a hunk. Easy, We're easy, fast, fast and free. <laughs> That's also... Jimmy Jones. How I got married. Oh, sorry. Because it was my proposal was I'm... E- I'm easy, fast, and free. The only thing dumber than thinking Michael Bolton wrote a song for this movie that we're talking about in this episode is forgetting to announce something very important in the middle of our announcements and then having to go back and record it later. But who would even do that? Good thing that hasn't happened to us. (laughs) Not us. (laughs) We're professionals. Pros. We're really good at this. Hey, guys, you know what movie we're talking about next week? Because I do. (gasps) What is it? It's Tarzan. Tarzan. Oh, man. Yep. Buckle up. Buckle up, guys. Strap, strap on to your vines because we're sliding down them into Tarzan. Must, must, must be this tall to swing from this vine. Please keep all hands and arms inside the Tarzan at all <laughs> please times. Keep your, please keep your Tarzans and feet inside the moving vehicle. <laughs> Put your tray tables and seats in the full upright and locked position because we're about to t- take off on this airplane we, known as Tarzan Express. We, pr- we promise that this episode will not be tantorable. Oh, it <laughs> hurt. More like Turkeys. <laughs> ah! <clears throat> that was the sound of one of those blocks from Super Mario 64 that tries to smash you with its face. <clears throat> Very good. Wow. I've been keeping that in the episode. Okay. <laughs> well, in that case, we're back. Once we fight the Hydra, then we should talk about fighting the Hydra. Yeah. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Am I yeah. right? That was our. That's the first thing that happens in Thebes, right? That's his big hero moment. Yeah. He tries to do a couple other things and does no good, and then heads out to save these two little children. I see what you did there. From the Hydra. Yeah. Heads out. Yeah. Yep. 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 yep, uh, yep, yep. Hydra looks real cool. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm, I was okay with the 3D animation for this. Um, like, it's so weird. I remember it looking incredible uh, at the time, and it looks a little goofy now, but it's still very scary to me. Like, right? There's some goofy, but I think when it when it gets to the countless amounts of heads, it's deeply terrifying, deeply and terrifying, awesome. and looks great. Yeah. But yes, I think early early on, like Unhead, and maybe a couple more. There's something about its face that is like uncanny valley to me. Yeah, it doesn't quite fit. It yeah. freaks me out, but I it still looks like love something it. from Samurai Jack. And I, it absolutely does. Wow. That's a good pull. Don't know how. But it also, like, I love that it's basically like, like, it's got like a personality and it's weird, but I love it. A lot of personality. Uh, This is something that's pulled directly from myth. This is the second labor of Hercules. You guys have probably heard of the labors of Hercules. He has to do 12 tasks for a king for super long reasons. He basically came to this king and was prepared to be his slave. And so he asked him to do these 12 impossible things. The second labor... Was to uh, was to go to a city called Lerna and kill a monster with many heads called the Hydra. When he cut off one head, two would grow back. Yep. And the way that he defeated the Hydra was by burning the stumps of its neck. Like he cut off its head and then Ooh. burned, like, cauterized the wound, so the head couldn't grow back. So this is like 
this is pretty close. Yeah. This is something that's like pretty, pretty the accurate. Colorizing might would have been a not Disney thing. Would have been rough. Yeah. yeah. But he, I mean, he crushed kills, to death is pretty brutal too. Right. There's one head that he can't cut off. Uh, and so he kills that head by burying it under a rock. Oh, cool. And so, I mean, this is pretty, yeah, like, we tracks did it. pretty well. Yeah. Hey, tell me about Meg. Where does she fit in? Uh, not at all. Hercules marries the princess Megara. She's his first wife. She she calls herself Megara in this movie. Yeah. So she's his first wife and they have children together. Uh, and then Hera, who is not Hercules' mother. Hercules' uh, Hercules' mother is Amphitryon's wife. Uh, Zeus disguises himself as Amphitryon uh, and gets her pregnant with Hercules. Amphitryon comes home later that night and gets her pregnant with Iphicles, Hercules' half-brother, they're twins with separate, with different fathers. Oh. But anyway, Hera, for Hercules' whole life, is angry at him for being the son of Zeus. Um, and so she causes him to go mad. And in his madness, he kills Princess Megara and their children. Whoa. Uh, which is very, like, that's kind of like a god of war type of vibe. But, like, yeah. that's, uh, yeah, so that's something that we we probably wisely leave that out yeah, of this one. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah, well, I mean, random fun fact, but... Kratos is sort of based on like a Spartan Hercules. Yeah. Like it's a very similar. In fact, in, in, I think it's the third God of War, you go head to head with Hercules as Kratos. And it's this whole theme of like two like incredibly powerful, strong gods head to head that have both lost family and gone crazy. Like it's yeah. very much that. So that's kind of awesome. Interesting. Dude, speaking of all this family tree stuff, can we make an argument that Hercules and Ariel are first cousins once removed? Let's talk about that. Poseidon being Poseidon. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know why not. Yeah, I Poseidon, guess so. Poseidon's yeah. Greek, huh? Poseidon's Greek god of the... He and his two brothers, Zeus and Hades, overthrew the Titans. So. There it is. Yep. Family. Uh-oh. Them cousins. <laughs> Ariel got the raw end of that deal. Yeah, she for did. real. Like sushi raw. It was just fish. <laughs> <laughs> well, she got le- she got legs. Right. Yeah, like, and as you said, the she whole got, time. She got legs. She's had them that whole time. The whole time. Underneath there, she got legs. <laughs> <laughs> but... uh I want to talk about Meg for a little bit. She's kind of a central plot point she's to different. a lot of what's going on. She's different to a lot of other damsels. She is. The thing that's hard for me to pin down about Meg is the schizophrenic characterization of her between strong and independent and this like weird, sultry Wii Sports symbol. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's 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 hard for me to put a finger on. And I know that a lot of when she is using her Wii Sports prowess is... Um, when Hades is telling her, like, go woo him. Yeah. And and I get that. But there is something a little much about the way that other characters behave about and around Meg and no, other sure. women and in this movie. Yeah, I don't think it's as much her as it is how people react about it. I agree. Because so that, that, there was, that, like, references to curves and... Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, just kind of like inappropriate for that, and so it's like not filled with like the cheerleaders. Yeah, and, and all yeah. that. And stuff I think it's because Disney, Disney made itself its own standard, right? And it wasn't ever in any of the other Disney dozen movies, or even in the Renaissance. I can't think of references like that, right? Um, maybe it's appropriate that it comes from the person who lords over hell that would think that way, but it's like. Maybe it's not appropriate. Yeah, regardless. Yeah. This is actually my super dump for the it's movie. It's my yeah. super dump this, as well. I was uncomfortable watching this just because of how it was very, very reductive. Yeah. Yeah. And and toward the middle of the movie, and like you said, she's schizophrenic. By the end, it's like she's a fully fleshed. It's back to normal. It's back to normal, but there's this weird dip in the middle. Well, and I do I do want to be very clear. I think you're right. It's not Meg's fault. I don't think that Meg herself does anything wrong. Like when she when she is 
acting counter to everything that she is set up as, it is because Hades is having her do these things for her freedom. And I understand that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the problem t- tends to be like the the male reactions in this movie to a yeah. lot of that stuff is just like kind of yeah, creepy. Yeah. I guess, yeah, my super pump or my super dump, <laughs> my super dump as well is the, is not so much the collective of that, but a specific scene to where all these girls are fawning over Hercules. Yeah. And then they just lead him outside and just the noises and like lines that Phil says as he's going out to chase them down is really gross. And yeah. I was yeah. just that, I, you don't ever, I've never made that face unless it was like, whoa, I can't believe they ate that. Or, right, yeah. Ouch, that hurt. But this was like a, oh man, like I was bummed. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was, I think we all agree on that to an extent that it was a way too much for this. Yeah. It's kind of weird. But in the middle, we do also get Zero to Hero, which Zero is a great Hero. song. Yes, indeed. Yeah. We get to watch all of Hercules' triumphs. Yep. You get to watch him get action figures and Slurpees. And, <laughs> which that. are great. Herculated. What a creative way to carry the story, to carry yeah. plot, yeah. Uh, the muse. And that, whole, that was almost my super pump. That whole scene up on like the cliff of Hades uh, shooting the pots with his, or the vases oh. with his face on, but then with pain and panic with the action, or with the, the shoes the and hurt, like the Slurpee hurts, and yeah. all that yeah. stuff. So I kind of wish, you talk about Zero to Hero, I, there's a part of me that wants to see a version of this movie where every song is that gospel style. Right. That's a really, really interesting way to tell this story. And it and it doesn't fit. Like there's something about it that is a disconnect. Yeah. But I, I want them to lean into that disconnect. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think yeah, that'd be th- really interesting. I think so too. And it was a, this felt like something that Disney could put on Broadway. I think the story of Hercules, especially because of the muse too. Yeah. But like what they've done, you know, obviously with Lion King, they've got Aladdin. The stage, uh, Little actually, Mermaid. The stage version of this premieres later this year. Premieres in August. What? At a theater festival. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. You're kidding. Of like Disney, with Disney of songs? Disney's Hercules, yeah. What? Well, I'll be dipped. Yep. That's crazy. I had no That's idea. That's awesome. Found that out well, through well, the, cool. good old, the good old Carter Close Your Ears. Through Wikipedia. Yeah. <sighs> I've heard of that. Good. I've heard of Carter that. hates that. Hey, hey, what's up, Carter? Hi, guys, Found I'm it through back. the Encyclopedia Britannica. Oh, awesome, man. Yeah. Great source. The yeah. online. The online version. Legitimate source. I love those. Yeah. Yeah, always good. Always good to have a legitimate source. <laughs> um, but we end up having a big falling out between our 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 favorite main boys, don't we? Pegasus and Hercules, and Phil, no, Phil and Hercules. Oh. Well, Pegasus is mad too. Oh, yeah, I, I, Pegasus is more one of my main boys than Phil is, to be honest. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But, Even though both of these guys are in the Sweet Sixteen. Of our of our spring delirium bracket, <laughs> so that's true. Kudos, but but you know, Herc uh, plays Herky from his responsibilities, <laughs> and uh, he he herks his responsibilities and goes with Meg for a day off. Yeah, and ends up in these gardens where they are falling in love. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Pegasus and Phil do not like this. So that song, it was funny, and I wonder if Disney tricked me because that song I kept thinking to myself man this sounds so much like something from Greece and then I went <gasps> that's where they are did you <laughs> did they do this but didn't it sound like that yeah, yeah it really it did, did. Yeah. like this was Sandy singing yeah. or something this song was was almost it, it's almost up there with Go the Distance for me really I love this I didn't remember song. this is a great song you didn't remember one of the two song? songs I completely did not remember this is no this way this falls in the category to me of of 
I don't know. There's kind of, so if you look at something like Beauty and the Beast or like The Little Mermaid, the musical has a consistency to it. Even in Aladdin, there's still that kind of like yeah. old, like, like 20s swings. Well, they, style they call, they call it show tune, basically. Yeah. This doesn't have that. Because yeah. we've got we've got the gospel songs, we've got a very traditional I want song in Go the Distance. Yeah. And we've got this that's kind of like a doo-wop song. You know, I, I wish there had been some sort of consistency. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't think it suffers for that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's just different. Yeah. You know? Fun fact, uh, when the muse is is the is plural of muse muse? Mize. Muses. Muses. Yeah. It is muses. Why does uh-huh. that sound weird to me? Maybe because it sounds like I'm saying mooses, and I know Probably. that's <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so when the muses are the busts and one of them, who I think is probably humor, uh, is holding her head, that is exactly at the end of Haunted Mansion um, in that ride. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Are these busts that are singing to you at the end? And it's five huh. of them and, and the last one's holding their own head. And I thought that was really cool. Interesting. Yeah. But um, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't a super fan of this song. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love this song. I think it's yeah. a lot of fun. I think um, it's a great song. Pegasus coming in as the helicopter. So good, right? <laughs> and we didn't even talk about it earlier. Like Pegasus doing... Disney is so good at dialogue that's not dialogue with sidekicks. Yeah. yeah. So, so good. Like the nonverbal... Like when they said he he's like a bird. Yeah. And he does a little like... Yeah. And like I loved it. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. That's great. I also love, by the way, when they knock the arms off the statue at the fountain. I yes. think that's very funny. Yes. A lot the of like... statue is the... Birth of Venus, right? Yeah. Oh, Venus was a Roman god. That would have been years and years and years later. Let them have their fun. This is this is the new character I'm playing where I squash anytime anybody has fun. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> this is so a, far. a character I'm playing cool, called dude, Well Actually. Cool. It's whatever. Well actually. <laughs> maybe your well. character should maybe your character should do some Michael Bolton research before they step up to the plate. Yeah, it's a good point. Whoa. It's a good point. Dang. Cool. Haiti. That's what I was saying instead of Burns, but like Hades, Hades dude. <laughs> dude, he got you. Sick Hades. <laughs> so, wow. Can we, can I go to jail for that laugh? Dude, I thought that, <laughs> I was hoping you were going to reference it. <laughs> can we just, can Please we just go, go ahead and call the cops? <laughs> Turn myself in. 911, what's your emergency? That's awesome. I'm a monster. <laughs> Uh, I love I love when when Pain and Panic are being kids and they're trying to call nine one one and they say someone call IXII. I, yes, that's uh, so I-X-I-I. good. That's so good. They little birds too before this garden scene yeah. are funny too. Just to see their head <laughs> on a little bird body. They're like so gross as characters and so I love them so much. We finish the garden scene and go back to the Coliseum, right? Right, where he's he's doing his uh, I'm in love training. Yeah, you know, whipping around and, and I'm in love. I'm in yeah. love, and I, I don't care who knows it. Really, really like the. Uh, the I guess Danny DeVito's performance and the animation of Phil in this portion of the movie. Yeah. Like really, I don't know. It really conveys to me. It worked. It worked how yeah. Phil is like torn up about this. Yeah. He kind of feels like the Rockies trainer yeah. in a way too. And there is, a, there is kind of a, yeah, there is a Mickey. Uh, it feels like a reference. I didn't find yeah, anywhere that it was. Absolutely. Uh, but talking about fighting him later. But yeah, so it's revealed, right? About uh, Meg. Meg, yeah. And uh Pegasus is seduced, I guess, leading to one of my favorite lines later on when it is revealed and Payne does the like, it wasn't all a lie. I thought you were very good looking. Yeah. (laughs) So funny. Uh, My intentions were pure. That's what it was. My intentions were pure. My intentions were pure. Um, Hades shows his power. Yeah. Uh, Like, what a quick way to suck the life out of the protagonist by just a handshake. Yeah. That's all it took. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, cool. 
Like he's so powerful. Yeah. I actually really love this third act of like a deep power. It is a Hercules. good third act. Yeah. And, yeah. It, and it wasn't a, we talked about how quickly Aladdin went. And while yes, there is so much going on in every third act of a Disney movie. Yeah. This one's pace felt not as quick. Yeah. Do you yeah, know, pace, felt good. The pacing it felt was much good. better, and the things like callbacks of the of the fates, like snipping the yes. snipping the thread of life. That's the a, editing is really good. To that's kind a of three beat. That's like a really classic three beat of follows a pattern of establish, reinforce, and then subvert. Like we see them at the very beginning snip somebody's life. We see them snip Meg's life, and then we subvert that when they try to snip Hercules' life at the very end. Right. Yep. And I, I love that Hercules um, kind of learns his lesson of being strong is not all it takes to be a hero. You have to be smart too, and uses yeah. that to beat the Cyclops. Yeah. yeah. Um, the but, Cyclops animation is so fun and, and gross. gross. Yeah. Nasty. But I, I also love that it, it would have been really easy to say Hercules just outsmarted Hades and that's how he beat him. But Hades beats himself with a dumb mistake for getting the wording of his own deal with Hercules. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Herc, Herc gets his powers back specifically because Hades had forgotten the deal he made and didn't make sure that he said, don't hurt that girl. Yeah. yeah. I want to see how often the big bad is brought down by a lot of their own doing. Yeah. Because um, we did have that with Jafar. We have that with Hades. And I yeah. think that's, we will see that yeah. in our next movie that we'll announce soon. But um, the Titans are amazing. Yes. I love that. I really do. And one of my favorite I was just going to say that it's not anything like what the actual Greek Titans are see, like, which is elementals. true. They're elementals. In this, yeah. they're just and they like are elemental elementals. monsters. But it I is like so that. Cool. They're good monsters, like but they're called Titans. How, yeah. Like their prison that was underneath the ocean that he uses kind I of a cyclone a to go yeah. and grab them. And then they come out and they look Awesome. Yes. And one of my favorite scenes is when they're like, melt Zeus, freeze him. And then they're all walking in the massive the wrong way. And Hades is just like, oh, guys, Olympus is that way. And they just go, melt yeah. Zeus. Yeah, perfect pause. But that battle, I think the battle that we have on Olympus it's is awesome. yeah, one it's of really my good. favorite I do think it's a little goofy that Hercules fights. can whip a tornado by its tail. But I right. also love that Hercules can whip a tornado by yeah. his tail. That felt like a, an American. Uh, what are one of the legends? What's his name? Is that Paul Bunyan or like Pecos Bill or something like it's that? It's not Paul Bunyan. It might be Pecos Bill I that rides a Pecos tornado. Bill. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. There was some Google movie that. that had all of them together. It was like huh. Paul Bunyan, Pecos Bill, all these American gods, essentially, like legends. But anyways, digression. Oh, and also the guy who does the uh, train tracks. Pecos Bill Rides a Tornado, originally published 1973. The fabled hero of cattle country tames the tornado and turns it into an obedient breeze. Wow, that's unbelievable. Yeah. Now, oh, man. Hermes, when he gets taken and he's like, they're coming to take me. They're taking me right now. I'm t- being taken away. Like, <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. like narrating as he's being taken. <laughs> it's so, so funny. Oh, so, yeah. like, I love this Hermes in this. Oh, we haven't yeah. talked about oh, Hermes yeah. yet. Hermes is great. His whole thing is Paul so Schaefer. good. But How he, random. Everything at the t- He's the one that brings in the dawn too, right? No, no, no. That's Apollo. Okay. Yeah, Apollo writing is the messenger. But yeah. But um, th- everything up on Olympus during this final battle is so much fun. Yep. The freeing of Zeus. And when he's like, all right, here we go. Yeah. And gets more I of the love, lightning bolts. I love and- the shot of Hephaestus forging the lightning yes. bolts and then throwing them up to Zeus. Oh, it's That's so cool. so cool. Yeah, that was super cool. Is, this, this whole last battle is brilliant. Is Hermes uh, the Goodyear logo? Uh, yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah, it's the it's the sandal with the wing on it, right? Yeah, I think it is. Sorry if that... I guess it's not random. It's talking about that movie, God, but... <laughs> but yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Well, cool. Hermes sandals with that logo. That's Love funny. it. But uh, Hurt goes down after Meg dies to rescue her. That's from, 
I guess at one point I thought he was pulling her from the River Styx, which is what it should be theoretically, I guess. But instead, it's like a whirlpool inside of. We have to cross the River Styx to get to the underworld, and which they show that, which was actually another yeah, cool. really cool. Scene. You can like once you get there, you can gamble to be reborn again and live a better. It's a like kind of go double or nothing, or you can be in these no whammies fields forever, or if you've been bad, you can go. So it's kind of like this is like a really. A westernized idea of the underworld, right? Yeah, really cool end though. I think I think him swimming to her, uh, yeah. mixed back into the the attempts at trying to cut his hair, uh, so cool. Yeah, I really yeah. did like that a lot. Yeah, too. the it, animation of him be- becoming older that was kind of creepy. It was kind of creepy. I remember being very creeped out by that as a kid, like yeah. Yeah. deeply uncomfortable. But I love that. Like the thing that finally pushed him back up to full hero, full god status is an act of selflessness instead yep. of. I'm just strong. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. Also, dump on, and I know it's Disney, and to an extent, whether you're God or not, you have a certain amount of immortality. You can wily coyote your way through a bunch of stuff and not die. <laughs> but that giant column falling on Meg and she not instantly dying. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's like that was a bone spine, crusher. Right? Like, yeah, for like, real. <laughs> like, what's going on? She done. She done. She done for sure. But, uh, I mean, we're basically at the end of our movie, right? Is there we, anything yeah, else? Yeah, he chooses to stay human. Right. Yeah. I've got it. So there's, I think there's another, and we're just stumbling upon, stumbling upon us in the podcast, and y'all can agree, if you want, it's up to you. But the whole Hades, Hades feeling a lot like Scar's character, um, they both do have henchmen that are down for them to die at some point, like yeah. turning on them uh, eventually. Yeah. And yeah. be like, well, unless he doesn't come back. Good. If yeah, he makes sense. If yeah. it's good. So that's interesting. Huh. There you go. And that's it for the podcast. Uh, (laughs) No, but I do think it's time to rate and review. Well, we already did the review part. But before we get to that, (laughs) Doge, would you like to talk about what happens in the credits of this movie? Michael Bolton sings this really good song that I really like, and I thought he wrote it until today. (laughs) And it's a good song. Who wrote it? You should listen to it. That's new to me, too. I don't know, the people who did Hercules. Uh-oh, hold up, dude. You don't Hang sound like on, a valuable dude. source. You sound like Wikipedia. I'm yeah, glad we didn't would, talk about that today. Who is that website? Song by Michael Bolton. Mm-hmm. Alan Minken. Song by Alan Minken. Yep, <laughs> that's what I thought. By, I guess by meant that he sang it. Right. <laughs> Whoa, hang on, stop everything. Whoa, yay. In the Spanish version, <laughs> don't do this. The song is performed by Hercules' voice actor, Ricky Martin. Ricky Martin. Wait, Sorry wait, to wait, jump wait, on wait, that. wait, I, I wait, forgot wait. I read that. What? Excuse <laughs> me? Ricky Martin plays the Greek hero Hercules in the Spanish version of this movie. Is Gosh. that real? It's, yeah, it's that's something on... I saw too. Sorry to steal your Zeus there, but Whoa. it was... Oh, uh, my goodness. That's the best thing I've ever heard. Yes. Why dude, did I not so watch the Spanish language version? That's incredible. Well, is that on Netflix as well? I don't know. You just do do your like rating thing, and I'm going to look up the Spanish version of that song. <laughs> Our rating yeah, thing. Yeah, please. Oh, my goodness. Hey, we here at Two Chunks and a Hunk have used uh, science combined with the power of Olympus and Zeus's thunder from above to create the scientific <laughs> cinema scale. The perfect way to rate movies, and it is... perfect. As follows. The best thing we can ever say about a movie is own it, don't lend it, buy buy that poster. poster. The next best thing, that's going to be buy it, followed by rent it, and then stream it. After that, it's going to be forget it. And last, but certainly not least, the worst thing that we can say about a movie, and I meant certainly least, God God has has forsaken forsaken us. us.
Should have said Zeus. Uh, we should have. Dang. Zeus has forsaken. Thank you. Zeus has forsaken us. Who's going first? I'm going to go first. Well, And I'm going to give this movie, Hercules, a low buy-in. And it would have been a rented if the music wasn't so dang good. Funny you say that. It's a rent for me because I think, I think it's okay to, in this dozen years, hold these movies to a much higher standard. Sure. And the fact that there was at least one song I didn't remember at all and didn't even really enjoy, uh, which was Phil's training song. Sure, sure. Um, just the out-of-character objectification for me was enough to rent. Um, again, though, this is one of my favorite animations. Like, I thought it was so fun. And I loved the villains so much. Hades is one of my favorite oh, yeah. villains. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, but Collective, yeah, it was. All, we were right there on the yeah. line. I was about uh, but to be it, a rent, but… It was a rent for me. Go the distance. I would give this a very, very high stream it. Yeah. Ooh. Um, this is one of those… So, you guys probably don't know this. I didn't watch this movie until I was already grown. Cool. <laughs> like, I did not watch this as a kid. Uh, but I knew Go the Distance which is not written by Michael Bolton, but look up, maybe even the Ricky Martin version would be good, but just look up that song. And I, I think that's probably the peak of your Hercules experience. And then you can watch the movie if you want. Yeah, yeah it's definitely one of the best parts for sure. Yeah. Good point. So to end this episode, I want us each to say which Greek God we would like the powers of for the rest of our lives. I'm Jordan Wonders for Two Chunks in a Hunk. And I would like the powers of Poseidon, because then maybe I wouldn't be so scared of the ocean. Hmm. I'm Doge, and I want to be Zeus, because he can throw thunderbolts and turn into any animal, usually birds, that he wants to. Oh, and I think I do nice. want to be Hades. And let me explain. This would ensure... <laughs> I'm the devil. This would, <laughs> I want to be the devil. This would ensure that Michael Bolton never dies. <gasps> and he can write more great songs. Michael! Like, and he can keep writing excellent songs. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.